Listening to TV on the Throne. My name is Sean. I'm sitting here with Andrew. Tonight Hello, sir. Hello. <laughs> we're gonna, oh God. Out we're of practice. Discuss, oh, we're just uh, we are out of practice. It's the whole show's falling apart this year. Even TV at my dinner, dude. It's like the show, the Game of Thrones, has been off for like a month, and we're still on episode eight. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. We, we're so horrible. They gave us if people were like following the show. Like I'm sure the creators listen to our show. And they're like, guys, we gave you the best episodes of the year, and you guys waited a month to talk yeah. about them. <laughs> and then you just said, this is what happens when, when we don't upset them. Yeah. All they right. grow complacent. Yeah, so there we go. I don't know. But we're going we're gonna to talk about episode eight tonight. It's hard home. So hopefully we'll, we'll catch up with this business. Yeah, this, as we were saying before the show, this is really the best episode like one of the Eight. best episodes, fun-wise, of of one of the best episodes that they've done of the whole show. Well, I mean, even fu- I mean, yeah, I mean, fun-wise, but also I think there's I I don't know I mean just entertainment-wise, I guess that's funny because other episodes are good and they're just fun. I mean, you don't get tighter probably than that first season, you know, and then some of the like the red wedding was just kind of masterpiece how like all this stuff played out, but. This is the one of the more juicier ones. We get like there's all the fan kind of favorite plot lines pay off in a lot of ways, in a well, fun way. Yeah, Tyrion and Danny are together now, so we get to see that level of interaction, and it's fun because it's everything we said that we needed to do, which is, you know, him showing up and starting to kind of school them on. Look, I know how to rule a kingdom. You just have good intentions, so let's get together and talk about this. Yeah, and it's exactly how it, everything you wish it to be. You're right because it starts. It starts off this episode of him convincing. I was like, "That's great. That went wonderful." And you see him <laughs> like, through her eyes too. It's like, "Well, you just said you killed your whole family. Why? Why should I trust you at all?" It's <laughs> kind of terrifying right now. But he's such a badass, though. He really does play it. He's like, uh, "If you let me into your service," he's like, "I haven't decided yet." Yeah. I, I mean, that's why but she respects him. Good though. old Tyrion now. Yeah, we're back to normal Tyrion, which is yeah, awesome. Groove back, and so he, and subtle, and he, and he, it's interesting though. I like the way he treats Jorah. I mean, he's compassionate for him, but he just tells the truth too. He's like, "Well, but he also didn't tell you," and it kind of makes you as an audience go, "Yeah, I guess he does deserve <laughs> to be away." They're pretty. I mean, they. I think he gets a good break. Yeah, you're weakened if he's around. 
Like, right. It's like if you it sends a bad message if you execute him, but you can't have this guy. And it does look bad. It's like Jorah, quit coming around. I mean, it, it's it's pretty bad. Like she said, no, dude. Yeah, I don't know what he expects. Respect her wishes. Like, no, I'll win her back. It's like you're not really listening to the lady so much right now. Khaleesi, I love you. Mm, I will prove myself to you, my Khaleesi. <laughs> That's why I love that. He's I like, I'm you. pretty sure he's in love with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's pretty laughs> because it's obvious. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on. <laughs> But I, that's a great scene. I, and it, it, it's, I don't know. It's like this the first time it's actually the season's actually turned out like you wanted it to. It's like, finally, we're getting these scenes. Like, that was the promise of when they mentioned it. So, Yeah, so that's a good thing. And, and, and the scene, like, we can just jump ahead around to even their, to their scene sitting down together. Like, that's th- what, what gets me excited for next year and we've always said this, but we've never really had proof of that situation, is that we've always said that Benioff and Wise could actually just made a show, you know, of their own, because I think they're good writers. And this year has been kind of poor, but we're like, we think it's just because they're hamstrung to actually keeping with the books, trying to make them better. And But this whole, all this stuff is off book. I mean, this is them making up this conversation. And it's, it's the best conversation of the year. And this show, you're like, oh, this is fun. Finally. They're, they're good dialogue writers. They... I don't know. Martin has this problem too, so it's hard to know who to blame it on. But they have bad character moments sometimes. Like there are some characters, like the Cersei thing. Like there are some characters that are just so bad. Like Lady Sand is like that, where she keeps coming back. I think that's more later on. But but you never believe what she's doing. It's like you're so single-minded in this one thing that yeah i get that you might be that way because of how you feel but what i don't get is why anybody would give you any latitude because this is obviously what you're all about yeah this hasn't been a good year for female characters oh they've no because they're all they've just flying off the handle acting like assholes or they're victims this year you know or sansa and stuff so yeah it's like, it, it, it paints a really bad picture of like this is the way women are if they're strong then they're completely irrational and if they're weak right then they're like total victims like they, they they don't run a, a spectrum of of emotion or ability, because I mean we didn't get a lot of Brienne, so you don't get there get have her in it, you know. And then like, they don't have what's her name was um Tyrell. I'm forgetting these names now because they don't appear in the show. <laughs> the sister, yeah. What's her? The queen. Uh, Marjorie. Yeah, Marjorie. You know she was kind of powerless too. You know, so it's like you don't. She's usually a good, strong character in the show, <laughs> as far as manipulation. Well, one thing, that. Didn't, yeah, went against her, and she w- and she just lost it. And well, she got well, she got put in jail. Too, yeah. yeah. Well, see, and that she's kind of a more, in this episode too, where we saw now that she's in jail, she just immediately starts to become pitiful. Yeah, and Marjorie was more fun watching her because I mean, if you think about it, she's like a more improved Cersei because she's not really a villain, but she's also maybe ruthless. But she also, I don't know if it's totally a bad person either. But she knows that she, she seems smarter than Cersei. So you see her doing manipulations. It's kind of fun because you're like, oh, I think she understands what's happening here. Where Cersei just is always just so impulsive, as proven by this episode. Like, our, this whole season, I was like, guys, she's the least. <laughs> now well, she's just and, become, yeah. And I'll give them this is that 
as far as George R. R. Martin is concerned. That, that's right along with what what they do in the books. Like Cersei is just as bad in the books. Like except you just get to see more of her being dumb in the books. Like some of these, I think that they oversimplify and the characters make decisions that seem dumb on the TV show. But this is not true in the case of Cersei. She's always been stupid in the books. Yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of goes with that because she hasn't had to be smart in a way. You know, she's just kind of spoiled and and has had this life and just kind of still running on fumes of this royal of any kind of power she once had. And this this complete disconnection where she has no idea like what is going on. Right. Where she thinks she's in charge of anything is like you are not paying attention. You are not paying attention. But, uh... Yeah, we keep cutting to her just with the lady trying to get her to confess, and that's boring and pitiful. Yeah, that's the boring parts when I... Because this was a fun episode to rewatch, you know, because, like, this is... I just skip past that. I was like, I don't care. Because there's, like, two scenes where the exact same thing happens. Well, they <laughs> you know? keep... This is something they've been doing throughout the show, and I think it's weakening things, is in order to have people... They've done this from episode to episode is in order to have people featured more, they'll take something that's essentially one scene and they'll split it up either throughout an episode or worse yet, from one to another. So they're like, basically, I just watched the same thing happen twice. It's like, because they basically just took the same scene and they milked it so they had more screen time with those characters. Right. And it makes them look like they're running in place because you communicated that idea in the first scene. Well, I don't that, need to see them to remember that they're here. And that might be the biggest criticism of this season so far, I think. Is that cause, I mean, I mentioned this before, this season of our show. <laughs> we used to, like, praise the show early on, like, the first three seasons, because it was so tight to the books, and, like, the plot was so... Every, every scene was integral to what was happening in the episode or what we were having for character moments, but there was never a checking-in scene. And that seems like that's... A, this year, 80% of the scenes in the episode are just, all right, now we'll go back to Brienne. Okay, she's still there. Okay, now we're going to go back to Stannis. The they she's have a conversation. Okay, cool. We just, let's just introduce maybe that she looks pissed. Okay, cool. That, it's like, that's not a development. Which is dumb <laughs> because you have these peripheral characters that are still part of this world. That if Even, you wanted to cut away to somebody, there are these scenes that, don't, that they don't cover. So it's like they just... We randomly picked this handful of characters that this season is about, and we're going to cut to them even when they're not doing anything. It's like, why not just cut away to some other part of the world where something interesting is happening? Right. And even to the extent that, like, what was supposed to be some crazy big shocking things, moments like Sansa getting raped, right? Like, this episode, because this is the one that opens up, right, where she's bruised and everything, and that totally negates the purpose of that scene at all last week last episode because that mean that was just a checking in scene like oh yeah you remember she gets tortured and he's horrible and Theon does nothing and he's like well this is going to change them it doesn't change them at all <laughs> from yeah. this episode to this episode the like they, o- the only they, thing that happens in, in when we see in this episode is that he sort of if if he is moved at all by what's happened to her it moves him to ac- to accidentally reveal to her that her brothers are still alive that's the only real thing that happens between Sansa and Theon. But I, I think it's funny, too, because like the, the moment they show her just waking up and he walks in and he sees the bruises and they're like multicolored bruises, right? So you instantly visually get the idea, okay, a few weeks have passed maybe. 
a week or so. Or He's doing this every night. She says nights, so at least we know it's been a few nights. But and but you, but the problem is, just seeing that scene means you don't need the the rape scene at all. No, we said that already. Yeah, I know. Like they I mean, do it for titillation, like they're doing it to be shocking, and it, it's so sad that way because like. Just what a sophomoric use of, of a pretty strong device. Like that's like the strongest device. Yeah, you yeah. should not be breaking that out unless you really know what you're doing. That's like I, I'm not saying they're hack writers, but that's sort of a hack writer thing where somebody says this is the kind of thing you should only do if it really, you know, if you really got something. And they always the hack writers are always like, oh no, they, we got it. This is it. It's like you're just looking for a reason to deploy your nuclear solution. Instead of just, you know, use your writing. Do right. your writing. And so, mm. I, yeah, I don't know. It just, it, but it, what it essentially does, it makes that, that previous rape scene just the checking in scene because nothing changed. <laughs> Those people were exactly the same. They left the scene as they entered it. You're like, okay, cool. It means, <laughs> that yeah, sucks. you just did that to be shocking. <laughs> so, this is the checking in. Not the phoning it in, it's checking yeah. it in. Well, the, the, the saddest part of that is just coming in and go, hey, uh, still raped? Yeah, still raped. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I didn't know. We faded out last time, so, as you know, in case anybody... Because that's the other thing that communicates is, like, we faded out making you think that maybe it was okay, but this scene is here to tell you, no, it isn't. Right. <laughs> raped. Just rape squad. I mean, the first taste of this we got was when Theon was being tortured a couple seasons ago, where they just kept saying the same thing. And it just sucks. I was like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> it's fun to do a show just called Rape Squad. And that's rape like squad. every time, like, what do you guys think? You know, ah, uh, rape. Like, no matter what, yeah. every time. Yep, rape. It's like, uh, you guys nailed it again. Yeah. <laughs> like, no matter what, no matter what evidence there is on hand. <laughs> I that's a, that's a real kind of dark and funny like skit skit like where you have like a consultant writing consultants that come and it's like I think you need to get some more rape in here it's like really yeah. <laughs> it's a Herbie movie <laughs> why do we need that more yeah, ever since that damn Law and Order <laughs> yeah, rip from the headlines well yeah. you know that you know that guy from the headlines that YouTube video of that guy screwing that tailpipe's really popular <laughs> so. <laughs> so I think yeah do what you will Dick Wolf. <laughs> so, anyway, so Sansa stuff is kind of boring. Yeah. So, well, because nothing happens. It's one of this like the the Tyrion and Danny stuff is really strong. She's like, I will break the wheel, and you're like, Oh, they're finally gonna do something, you know? And um, although that that scene did it, that my big beef with Danny, like I love that scene. That scene's great, but her lines mean nothing to me now because they've just done nothing with her since like that Plaza Punishment episode. Like she does that. That's how she ends every episode or every little <laughs> she scene she does she does this crazy totally. line but she doesn't back any of it up and so that's she why says, Tyrion is finally here it's like i'm yeah. here to to help you back up the crap you say and and he just totally undermines her even right he she immediately accepts him and then he's she's like i want to rule and he's like you might want to think about getting a better dream <laughs> like, yeah i love like, that he like immediately just starts you're undercutting. already doing something awesome what do you care and that's a good point really he's like wait well, why does she care yeah, it's like he just basically that was almost like a writing criticism. Why do you even want to do this? Like, uh, hmm. Good point. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, I guess that's the first thing that we'll we'll center on and address in my administration. I kind of feel though, like 
but even that that break the wheel line, I think it's kind of dumb, just because they actually. Well, what did she mean? Well, because well, well, you the, guys well, were the, the wheel twenty years ago. Like, yeah, what but do you mean by break the wheel? Because well, it was all you guys until we came along, and then it's been trading around these houses for what you know, like less than fifty years. Well, the implication is that she didn't it by force, but that that but that was in the previous scene where he she said that it's like I have an army and three dragons. He's like, yeah, that's not always the same. He's like, conquering's not the same as governing. You're like, oh, good point, well taken. And then she ends the next scene with, <laughs> with negating the whole good point. I'll that conquer he made. again. I was like, Jesus, you're not getting it. They just need to, it ends with her saying that. It just I needs to end with him like the shit out of them. It should just end with him like face palming, like, yeah. Oh <laughs> we have work to do. I, w- I will tease what's going on in something to come without, without, I mean, for the purposes of format. But we've seen the episodes, the, 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 the final episodes of this season. And I'm watching, like, Samwell and Ollie talk. And Ollie's all mad because John betrayed them to the wildlings or whatever. And he's like a idiot 10-year-old kid or whatever. And he, and he says to him, he's like, well, you know, what do what do you do? And, and Sam's like, well, you know, you just you just have to do what you think is right, no matter how hard it is. And if you think that that's the outcome, then you need to do it. And he's like, really? That's so what you think? He's like, oh, yeah, with all my heart, that's what I think. <laughs> it's like, like, oh, my God, he just talked him into something that he yeah. realized he just talked him into. Yeah, that's but true. Then In retrospect, the, I haven't watched that since then. <laughs> but then the end of the scene, he's talking about, don't worry about John. He always comes back. Ding, yeah. <laughs> wink. <laughs> Staring at the camera. <laughs> I'll hope on that. <laughs> okay. Did we miss anything before we head to hard home? No. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, I guess that's pretty much the because the whole episode is just setting up this. this well, there's a little awesome, that... massive fight scene. Yeah, and there's the dumb thing with Ramsey saying, "I need twenty men." Or whatever, and he goes. That's always like if that's all it took. Then why isn't that all anybody ever does? That it was pathetic. Why? Why is anybody even worried? You think, yeah, I I'm mean, kind of ready for Ramsey to be dead because he's like invincible. He's not even fun because I know. he's not flawed that's, at all. That's the way Reek is. He knows everything. He'll come get you, and he kind of does know everything. I know. Also, like, <laughs> he is like a like a weird little warlock. It's a good thing that he doesn't have like greater ambition. It's kind of good that he's a dummy. Right. So I think he's going to die at some point. I guess they all die. Yeah, I think it's clear at this point it won't be Sansa that does it. So up to this point in the episode, I was like, it's a pretty good episode. It's fun. I mean, the Danny stuff is cool. And it's like, it weirds how they keep going back to Danny pretty quickly. But after I was like, yeah, we already went back to this. Okay, pretty cool. I was like, they're really going through, clipping through some storylines here. And then it's like halfway they hit the John. And I was like, all right. Because I, watching the, watching the, um, the making of at the beginning of the season, they showed this set, this hard home set, and they built. They spent months building this entire village. And well, so it's I'm awesome like, looking. This, this, well, but I was like, this better be more than just like I knew it was just in this episode. I was like, what the heck is this? <laughs> this better be a big deal. And they kept not showing it in the episode. I was like, what is going on? And I saw the preview and it showed him. <laughs> it showed stuff there. We needed the range of motion. It's <laughs> yeah. sort of like in that 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 ninth episode, I guess, of last year where they they built this awesome set you know and, and technique right. to shoot so that you could see this the castle black 
battle scene could oh yeah like 360 like yeah. pans and stuff yeah so you know that's what they're getting here they're telling we gotta build this whole little fort because you know we're gonna have a massive zombie like the biggest zombie attack you know the, the first real one in the whole show is gonna happen like there's a lot of payoff that has to come across in this scene well, all of this thing, like, because, I mean, the show aside, let's just take these little 30 minutes, like, as a little fantasy short or whatever. Th- this little bits of every beat in this is great. Even from the first beat where that guy, the Lord of Bones, comes and talks to him. says yeah. stuff, and he kills him. Beats like, Jesus. Yeah, guy down. <laughs> I think he killed him. And show like, me some okay, respect. Right. Yeah, we're not sure. It's like a dodgeball where he throws, she throws a dodgeball at that dude just to show how powerful her arm is. He's like, I think that guy's really dead. Yeah. That's what happened to I that mean, guy This here. whole scene is like He's so serious, but it, but it all has humor throughout it. You know, they have these jokes the entire time, too. I was like, this is a fun little sequence. And it it's feels like, like the, you're watching something more than just a melodramatic tragedy. It's like, oh, right. well, there, there, there are fun moments to be had in this show. Yeah, because everybody has like one-liners in these in this whole scene. From when, even when the action breaks down, and then their little scene where they have little speeches and stuff. I love the way that plays out. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. You got a giant. That's pretty awesome. Just look more on. <laughs> every time you have a, a a giant, every time you have a big battle episode, you need at least one giant. That's what we well, insist. No. Well, I like the way that scene played out. Him doing that because it, there's a tension in that scene because of him. Because you're like, he looks pissed. And he's like, could just get up at any. He's like sharpening a knife or something. I don't know what he was doing. I was like, I was like, what's that? Yeah. To me, it felt like there was this thing. I didn't know what he was gonna do, you know, because it's like they, he could get away from those other people, but it's like, it's a giant. Well, that's what I kind of like. We just run around with like eight of them on him. As long as being bit by one of those things doesn't make you a zombie, then you're okay. That's that, the whole time. Like, don't fall. I want to see more of this guy. Yeah, and that the real credit goes to because uh, you know like up to the fight they have a cool scene and that thin guys he's like I hate thins <laughs> he's like yeah, like, yeah. he's just like shaking his head sure, yeah that girl that the woman that plays that part of her what her name is the character because it's been it's been a month since I watched that episode but she um she does a great thing she like she kind of does this thing that's kind of phenomenal as an like just an actor because it, she had about. 10 minutes to make everybody like her and think she's some kind of main character in the show because that worked because everybody if you look at comments and stuff they're like oh I thought she was going to be like the new like love interest for like everybody liked her because she's kind of instantly interesting mm-hmm. and you're like you're rooting for her because she has these kids and you're like although the moment she puts her kids on the boat you're like well the kids are going to die or she's going to die <laughs> either one's going to happen because you don't have touching scenes like this nobody promises to see them again and it happens that just doesn't happen you know but she does a pretty good job. It's something of like to becoming, lose, you'll lose it. Becoming interesting because the rest of them, maybe that thin guy is kind of interesting, but you don't like him. But she becomes instantly kind of interesting. Whereas you could see her moving on as a character, even though now she'll just be zomboid. Because it seems like they were building to it. But what are you gonna do? <laughs> I just think so, they did such a good job, and and I really enjoy like. You, you wonder what are the possibilities because now that we we realize that this Valyrian steel can destroy White Walkers it's like what's the significance of that because I'm getting kind of mad that Grayscale doesn't so far seem to amount to anything, Do anything for all the yeah. diddling around they've been doing with it but 
I also like the way the rest of that scene, like, it was a fun sequence. Even, like, from the, they see the kind of weird mist or something, and then he looks through, and you, there's tension. You think he's going to stab in the eye, and then you see the one come up. And it, for a while, they fight that fight as if there's, like, oh, there's just a tiny hole in the wall we need to patch, <laughs> you know? And they're all just <laughs> trying to desperately patch this hole in the wall, and then slowly the things crawl into the, you know. I love how they... um because that Ed, who is John's assistant guy or whatever, he goes in there for the dragon glass, and the fight, it's from there you hear the first noise, and then the fight breaks out, and you don't cut back into side with him and the giant until like five minutes later. <laughs> so they've just been sitting in there. I was like, what have you been doing? It's like, guys, get out there and fight. But they just been like, <laughs> if you notice how the Well, the that dragon glass everything. thing pisses me off, because first of all, as a, as a show of goodwill, he hands them his entire like store of dragon glass. You could have given him one. And so there's more where that came from. And then and one, they just dropped it in there. You Most left of them, it like, with them, and they didn't bring it. Like, come on, man. Like, and then later it's like on, it's like, we just couldn't recover it. That was all the drag glass. It's like, you assholes. It's like, like they picked it up. Like, this is bullshit. And they left it. You guys stadium. better be headed to Dragonstone because that place is absolutely <clears throat> lousy with obsidian, according to Stannis. So that better become part of the plan. Because yeah, it's not know. like you can gather up all the Valerian steel in the world. That wouldn't lead to much. But you think stuff, I think in terms of like a Brienne, it's like Brienne's not very interesting, but maybe this could give her something interesting to do because now she's one of the few people in the world that has a blade. They were like, Sean, she'll probably just die so that someone else can get hold of that sword. Well, supposedly, I mean, they have a conversation later on in the last episode with John about how many, but supposedly not even just the, but the houses all the great houses like have a family sword with Valyrian so I mean you, there's like well that's I the think, whole dilemma because that's yeah. what even in the book he says that well what am I going to do just ask all the lords to hand in their swords for the greater good they won't right. you just chop up their head and melt down their sword and make more yeah. that, it worked before I mean so Jay, <laughs> so Tommen so has really someone one. has to get hold of Tommen's sword like come on man you know you're not going to do anything with this and there's also there's also some kind of rumors too. We'll get to that when we get into other stuff to the last episode, yeah. which we're building to because this is the end of this episode. I mean, it was a fun fight, but it's fun. But this this I'm really impressed with like the kind of their cinematic moments of this episode. The moment that giant just bust out of the thing. Oh yeah, and this is that's the kind awesome. of stuff like the character awesome. moments you watch for. But this is the kind of stuff you watch for too. There's this is the best action scene I've seen on the show. I think just it's like pure like playing out beats and playing out drama. And from the moment they do that, and then the, the the guys are up there watching, and that's pretty creepy and weird. And then the guy, and then the guy coming down and him fighting. It's funny because I've never really been into watching those reaction videos, like the red wedding reaction videos and stuff. But I watched some of these to that episode because there's so many moments in that last fight where people are like, no, John, no, no, get out, get out, and no, don't get that dragon glass, get out of there. Like it's a fun scene to watch people react to, and then it's like it has such a fun payoff because usually the reaction videos are like. You just see people's soul drain out of their body. And this one is like, they're like, this one's like fun. It'll, it'll cheer you up because they get it in the moment. It goes, ting. They're like, yes. And it, you kind of get excited for the people. This is another one of those episodes. If you really want to watch Game of Thrones, you should just like sort of mute it and ignore the previous one because they make it. Yeah, it's it another sucks. one of the things where they make yeah. a huge deal to say, oh, well, like you made a huge deal to let us know that his sword is Valerian steel. So the last episode that really did that badly. It did a bunch of stuff. Although yeah. the last episode did a fun fake out. We'll get to that when it comes for that. But yeah, so that that was a fun triumphant moment. All that scene, of course, they did this dumb thing where he kicks it. It's like, don't kick this, pick up the damn sword. 
yeah, and it's time. but that's yeah, fun, and then they kind of all fall over. But then they're just that's a dumb movie thing, you know, where they're all falling over and they're just still like, huh? It's like move, get out of the thing, move, and then they get up and run. But that's a great scene. That shot is an awesome cinematic shot where the three of them are running and the giant is just swinging the thing, running behind them. It's like, oh, my, that's a nice little screen grab. But, and then it ends with a great, that, with that weird quiet moment for like two minutes of the, the Night King, that's his name? Yeah. Yeah, that guy's pretty just, awesome. Just well, walking out. And, they've said this before, but... But he it really puts it in perspective when the battle ends and he just raises his arms and like all your dead are now ours. Like how can you fight that? Like how can you fight a battle and lose no one? Because everyone you lose becomes one of our soldiers. And I mean, yeah, I don't want to get into we'll get into that with later episodes. But it's really cool how that establishes this because now that fight is personal for John. At this episode, you like there's like this kind of connection those two guys now, you know, as adversaries. Because that's neat to see. It's like if you're gonna have a bat, like a war between two armies and two kings, I guess you know. Of a, yeah. You want them there be some kind of personal vendetta. <laughs> you're like, oh, all right then. And you kind of hope I, that at some point we're gonna get an insight into what the White Walkers are a little are about a little bit, you know? Because well, an insight to him. The, the rampaging zombies are one thing, but these guys, like these guys, have a plan. These guys—they have reasoning. clothes. They have like a culture and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, the guy's the king. He's, he's wearing fancy duds. Well, his his backstory that they tell in the books, and I don't know if it's in the fourth or fifth, like he was a character. Remember they introduced him in the episode last year with a baby, and that mm-hmm. spoiled. That was the, the big books, thing. Everyone's got mad because there was like a character name, but I'm king. reading book four now, and I I haven't got to that. Cool episode. All right. Yeah, that was a good one. So. Um, move straight to the other episode soon so that we can get through this all together so we can get through season five of the game of thrones this is gonna be um, let me um let me see what was that one called drag dance of dragons that's the next one yeah yeah where are my dragons <laughs> you can you can listen to other episodes of, of this show or our other podcast, TV Ape and Dinner, TVAveandDinner.com. You can follow us on Facebook. You can uh, like us or follow us, whatever, on Twitter. Hardest in the home. <laughs> Hardest on home, Dole. Home, Dole. I, <laughs> I don't know what these things mean. But, but yeah, so... Uh, I feel like if we had done this episode right when this episode had came out, we'd have been more enthusiastic really that's fun yeah i don't want to take away i was it, pumped it, it, i watched it like three not or a lot four of times discussion but it, it's a very exciting episode and i love yeah. that, 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 that i was ex- like i was reinvigorated in the show after watching that one i was like yes finally they can make stuff that's fun to watch they have to but work it, their way around building up to this every season because it is conspicuous how there's very little that happens and then it builds into this big like yeah. have a couple of fights at the beginning of the season you know prime the pump a little that is tiring because you know, you're like, well, i got to wait six weeks to see anything of interest. And it's become such a formula. You're like, well, it's a eighth or ninth episode. Something probably pretty, pretty exciting is going to happen. Well, it wasn't a problem when there was good stuff and then the ninth was still fun. Like, this is like, well, it's nothing. Well, when and then we every have episode was the anticipation of a big battle and it happened, you're like, well, okay. But like this whole year, we're like, oh, this Thanos thing is what they're building up to. Well, but the other ones, like the Red Wedding and then like the Ned and... Ned getting killed, and then like um, 
they're kind of built up to the Blackwater thing, but the other two, they kind of hit you by surprise. You didn't even know it was building to that. It was just so good. You're like, this is fun. This is cool. This is neat. And you're like, what? That was the best episode. I didn't, ex- you know, you knew something might happen, but it wasn't, this plot wasn't building. And this way, we knew that the big episode was going to be. We knew Danny and them were going to meet, and we knew they are going to have some kind of White Walker battle. <laughs> you know, we said that was going to be the big thing. So, yeah, You called most of this stuff this year. It's just in that one episode we did, yeah. White walkers would interrupt John trying to get the wildlings that would get them on his side. Did I say that? That was one of your predictions. I'm a genius. Nailed that. Yeah, nailed that. And I can't. I can't. I can't even cheat because it's not even in the book. That whole thing was like. I guess they're in the book. I guess there's rumors that something happened at Hardhome, an incident. But John wasn't there. None of these people. Like it's like a whole creation for the for the show. Well, it works. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting through book four right now. So I'm going to start. I'm starting at the front. I'm starting yeah. again. I'm getting the audiobooks this time, and I'm going to go through all of them <laughs> now. I'm done. Yeah, Maybe. I feel – yeah, because, uh, I mean, I could tell you just from, you know, getting close to halfway through book If six four comes right now, out before next season, are are my things, ways. <clears throat> there are things that get revealed that haven't been revealed in the show yet, but to my mind, they're sort of minor. And so things are so different. You don't know if something's especially been revealed especially sometimes – I know there's like some the weird supernatural things that – might not even happen. That they're saying like may not even be in the show. Like whole arcs might not yeah. be in the show at all. So, so it's uh, hard to say. I, I don't care though. I'm I'm ready to get through. I don't really care anymore. Well, our, this is the <clears> thing. <throat> we'll end this episode real quick. But our our whole argument for not reading the books, right, was that the show so superbly executed on the story, we'd rather experience it that way. But if it's like this season ruined that because like well they're not really expertly executing on this story so I'd really just go ahead and read it and then it is then true. We can just it's analyze like, it as it happens. I, I I think I am more emotionally disengaged. It's like well you know the show's not really surprising me and so but many I love things the, happen like the, that I say like though they're about to do this and there it goes they do like oh, this is about to happen yep they do like some of the stuff the, the yeah, formula is true. We already know a little too anyway. And and that's the thing, yeah. So, I, and but even after the ending of the season, I'm more interested in the lore than ever. Like just that world. Just like I just rather read the books. I'd rather just go in and get into these. So, cool. Hard home done. All right. Yep. So until until next time, I am Sean, and I am Andrew. Dog crazy. Dog.